This episode contains discussions that may be sensitive or triggering for some listeners as it touches upon topics related to mental health and eating disorder. If you feel distressed, please prioritize your well-being and consider skipping this episode. If you need immediate support, please reach out to a mental health professional or a crisis hotline in your area. Hello everyone and welcome to She Trails podcast with me, Julia. Here we celebrate female trail runners, the outdoors and movement. This is a podcast that aims to inspire you to explore new paths and seek your own adventures, whatever they may be. In today's episode, I am joined by my dear friend Manon for a special episode. This one is not about running trails exactly, but it's definitely about walking new paths. We both grew up together in the countryside in France and I'm so excited for you to hear her story. In the last few years, she left Paris and went on a journey of self-discovery and healing, hiking new paths in Spain, Portugal and Italy, how to travel and connect to people and places differently, how to overcome our fears and trust ourselves in what we need and want, are just a few of the subjects we touch on while discussing her story. Enjoy the episode. Hi Manon, uh, welcome to the podcast. Hi. I am so excited to have you. Thank you. How are you Fine, today? very fine. I'm in Tours, in the center of uh, of France, and it's a bit sunny and not too hot, so I'm, I'm okay. Perfect. Yeah. I'm in the UK. We're we're finally having some good days. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> before we start um, talking about your whole uh, journey, I would really like um, to have you present yourself and introduce yourself in your own words. Well, it's a bit complicated to introduce ourselves but um, uh, I'm a woman I'm 28 years old um, I grew up in in France France and I I was in Paris for a while and uh, now I'm traveling and uh, I um, during days I, I really love walking making doing sports and cooking, eating, and uh, meeting friends and family. And I'm a kind of simple person. That's what I can say. Yeah. I love that. I mean, simple things are the best. (laughs) Yeah, really. Okay, cool. Um, So you mentioned you grew up in France. So if we take a step back into the past a little bit, um, what kind of child were you and how do you remember your childhood being? I was, um, when I thought about myself when I was young, I remember being like a wild child uh, in the, my, my father was a farmer. And um, I really enjoyed seeing the animals and running in the fields and uh, being free. I remember that. I really liked to be, to feel free all the time, uh, all my life long. And um, so I was this kind of child, uh, social, sociable, social, um, uh, a bit uh curious and funny sometimes but yeah um i was the 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 eldest uh, child of my of my parents i have two little brothers so i was a bit yeah I, it was on my way all the time 
and I I really liked um, manage everything and and being the the chef the <laughs> leader <laughs> with my 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 friends <laughs> but uh, yeah I was free and I was happy I think I love that I love that. Yeah. Spoiler, we grew up together, so we actually had some fond memories of active yeah. time in nature <laughs> together, which yeah. was amazing. Um, yeah. And going back to that, where you always, so you said you were always outdoors. Did you practice any sports yeah. when you were younger? Um, yeah, I, I'm, I met uh, karate like one or two years when I was four or five years. <laughs> That's very young. And um After I did a dance, I, I, I danced for uh, um, maybe 10 or 15 years. And uh, after running and swimming when I was a young adult. But yeah, when I was a child and teenager, it was dancing all the time. That is very cool. And yeah. um, actually, do you think, because I know that you went on and studied um acting and dancing as well and so did you find your parents being really supportive of that dream yeah my parents i think them i don't think they, they had a precise dream for me they were like open of everything and uh, when i was happy they were they are happy and still now so i'm really lucky for that um But when I was young, I remember when I was about eight years old, I remember to say to my mom, I want to be a dancer, a singer, and a housemaid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I don't know why. Maybe That's because, so funny. <laughs> yeah, because, because in my head, of uh, my childhood, um, it was like, okay, dancing and singing, it's a bit selfish. So I have to give something to other people so I, I can clean the home. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a quite a good combo, to be fair. Yeah, <laughs> why not? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> cool. And so uh, I think I remember you mentioning that your acting school then went on to Paris. So is that why you moved yeah. to Paris? Is that to study? Yeah, exactly. I'm um, just before moving to Paris. I um, I moved to Montreal to live one year in Erasmus. Erasmus. So cool. Yeah, and um, it was to um, to confirm my license uh, in literature, and uh, um, so I did that. And it was the first travel for me alone and in another continent. And um, Okay, it was a, a country where people can understand me and I can speak to people because it's in French. But it was America. It's really America. Canada is not Quebec. is not France. It's <laughs> American. So it was very, very different. The culture, the people, uh, it was crazy for me. And at the end of this year, I, I moved. I traveled by hitchhiking um, in all the Canada or Canada from Montreal to Vancouver and come back so it was crazy I was 20, 21 and uh, it was the first feeling of freedom and danger at the same time but it was yeah um, 
the limit of, of my capacity and of ability and what can I do when I am alone and how can I um, ask to people to help me and how can I ma manage with the, the wild wildness around me. It's, it was it was very a good experience for that a good yeah. school yeah I didn't uh, yeah, yeah that's that's amazing and so you talk about danger obviously I know that uh, some some people are quite um fearful of hitchhiking right like so yeah. did you just think yeah I'm gonna try and we'll see how it goes like how did you decide to choose that mode of transportation because uh I was a poor I was a student and I wanted to travel in all Canada and not just take a plane to go to Vancouver. And for me, the plane, it's like, it's a transportation. It's a, it's a movement, but it's not travel. You can, okay, the sky is, is beautiful, but uh, you can't see like in a train or in a car, you, you, you can't see the all around the countryside and etc. But in a plane, it's like a bit, theoretical true so i wanted to um, i was to be on the on the land and the field and the, and to see the people and and i saw many people like in canada there is many province 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 and uh, each one is very different than the other one like the states in the united states so, so the people is different the culture is different the landscape is different And uh, I really wanted to to to, to to believe that, yeah. So that's amazing. Yeah, and I, mean, I was I was very scared. Actually, um, I I do many things uh, um, in being scared, scared or afraid, but not too afraid to be to be stuck. Uh, I'm I'm afraid, but for me, it's a motivation. Yeah. Yeah. So I think when you when you're afraid about something you have to go to to this. I agree. Actually this morning I was reading something about mm -hmm. this. I think I think it was saying where your fear is there your task is or something like that. It's quite interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Mm. Okay, so that was your first wild kind of experience and then after that you moved straight to Paris. Yeah, to Paris to to make to do a school of singing dancing house cleaning no I'm kidding um, <laughs> just singing dancing and acting and um, and it was uh, three years of uh, experimentation artistic stuff and meeting met many people and how is the how is life in a big city okay Montreal was a big city but the 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 feeling is more smooth and is uh, it's uh, friendly and but in Paris you have to survive in this city. <laughs> so yeah, you really do. <laughs> yeah, really, and I did it. But yeah, it was crazy. I, I was the the farmer child and, and I go there, and um, but it was cool. It was a bit intense and sometimes violent, but I. I really uh, thought all the time I can do that. I can do that. I can do that. I, I can't uh, complain. Uh, I made this choice, so I want to be an actress, and I and I'm going on. I'm 
yeah, I will keep my my life in Paris, and there is only one place to be an actress. It's Paris, so you have to manage with that. Mm, that's true. But I I the um I left the the limits uh, to the the extreme point for that. And one time I once I was just okay. It's it's enough for me. I. I made this experience and now I understand many things. I learned many things about me, about life, about uh, the working process. Mm -hmm. And now I'm, I have to make other choice, other choices. Yeah. Yeah. And so you said that sometimes it was very hard and like, what, what do you think were your biggest challenges um, living in a big city and trying to, learn and make a start of being an actress um it was com- difficult for me because um the people in this artistic matter it's always a competition the city is a competition in itself because because you have to survive there is too many people there is too many movement there is too many vitesse it's it's very very fast mm. and um so you have to when you don't do anything you you feel guilty because all people around you is moving very fast and blah 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 and doing many things so i was because i'm i'm really empathic and many and and very sensitive so uh, i wanted to be on it so i i was i was running at the time actually not really running but on <laughs> my bike <laughs> and running uh, as well and um, to yeah. uh, work to a job another job and and I had many so three or four different jobs in many parts of the city and just to pay the bill to survive but it was okay for me because it was um, like uh, I had to do this. I thought I had. I have to do this. I I don't have choice. So I did this, and um, and uh, yeah. But I'm my health, my mental mm. health was worse and worse. Um, month after after month, year after year, and um, I was diving in anorexia in, in bulimia. And uh, it was very, very bad because it was deeply in my mind. And all on it, over it, it was, yeah, it was hidden in my mind because all my beliefs said to me all the time, you have to be here, you have to work like that, uh, you have to deserve your life. Like, like, like the life is not a gift, it's, it's uh, something you have to Play all the time, and um, yeah, it was my life. But there was many, many good moments. But mm. in general, it was this kind of of move of feeling, of, yeah, not so uh, sane. Yeah, so kind of a mix between wanting this life and wanting for it to make you happy, but it really wasn't making you that happy, and. Um, if you don't mind, you said that you were diving into anorexia and bulimia, and I know that's 
something that a lot of people have gone through or have heard about. Um, would you mind just describing a little bit how you tried and you tried and make it better or you realized it because sometimes we don't even realize it I guess and you know what was your journey um, so I was um, I was doing a lot of sport um, day after day sport every day actually swimming or running or uh, walking or yoga in my room or and um, when I didn't do that I felt guilty all the time so it was not um a movement very healthy very sane it's not to to be okay with my body it was just because i need to control myself all the time and uh and that's why it was a part of the the illness but i i really controlled as well my my food all the time like um, I had a part of my life when I um, didn't eat, uh, when I hadn't eaten uh, gluten, lactose, and blah, blah, blah. So it was um, mm -hmm. a general disease uh, doing sport. And I was doing sport too much. And, um, and last year, like one year and a half uh, ago, I was, uh, it was um, a really little stuff in my life, but it was the point of, uh, the turning point, the turning point. I, I had um, a meal, a dinner with my, my roommates and we ate uh, candies, like just sugar candy, sugar candies, candies. Uh, it was, it was the evening. So it was not in my rules. And my rule is not, not candies at all. And, um, and, uh, not, uh, sweet so, uh, things during night, during evenings and night. And for this time, I was, I, I really wanted to enjoy with my roommates and just to be like a normal person. So I did that and, uh, I, I ate the candies and actually, uh the night was a nightmare at the night i i woke up and i i felt very very bad very very sad i, I was crying mm -hmm. like a crying crisis crisis and um i i i wanted to take off my my belly it was it was crazy i wanted to 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 take off my belly and um and i had one obsession in my mind is to take a pill to 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 die like to to be a to be in peace again and i called one of my best friends and she had to the the best words for me to help me and after that i called my therapist and she helped me as well and at the end i i I decided to to make a decision to 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 plan holidays. So I I moved in the south of France by hitchhiking, and I um, I traveled like that for uh, three weeks to family points, friends points, uh, to the festival d'Avignon to to see uh, 
um, theater plays and um, and that was like okay I need to leave this city to leave this this life very controlled mm. and um, and to to leave just just to leave <laughs> actually that was uh, one year and a half ago and um, and it was just the the first uh, experience for me at this time to to have the idea of leaving of leaving Paris in my head so I did that and after with my mom we took a car it was not very ecological journey I was not about that uh, at this time it was not very clean for the environment but it was clean for my mind <laughs> so um we we take we took the we took her car and we traveled all around the Bretagne in France so the sea the people the festivals and that's very very good and uh after that I decided to to go back to Paris but for only five or six months to work a lot to save money mm. and uh, and after that to to travel and I had this idea um, to start with Spain because it was not too far um, it was like a culture that I can yeah I know a bit. I know the language. Uh, there is sun because I I decided to leave Paris in on February, so it was winter. So yeah, I wanted sun. I wanted uh, ocean. I wanted uh, not too far, but a language I I can understand. And um, and it was the beginning. Yeah, on February of twenty two. 2023. Yeah. yeah, it was not. Uh, yeah, it was not the a day for the for tomorrow. It was like, okay, now I really need to leave, but I don't want to be uh, stuck in my uh, financial situation. So, yeah, I have to to go on for that to to keep to save money and to leave. And it was good because the last six months, actually, between September and February was very good because I knew that I I will leave this city. So it was just enjoying life and saving money. And yeah, it was good. Yeah. So was that the beginning of your walking journey, right? Really, yeah. And the goal was uh, depending, depending on me and not on other people. And it was a difference between, because in, in this uh artistic matter um when you're an actress when you when you want to be an actress you it's very difficult because you depend all the time on other people and other eyes and other um, yeah so i i really wanted to to keep my life back <laughs> actually i wanted to go to spain by hitchhiking so i i started like that I went, um, I lived, uh, the, I lived tour to, to the north of Spain, to Santiago de Compostela. Um, and it was by hitchhiking. So hitchhiking one, one day long and after enjoying okay. the city for two or three days and, 
again it's fighting and blah 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 and um and in Santa Cruz Compostela, I was supposed to work in a farm, uh, woofing. So maybe, maybe for the listener, woofing is you would go and stay at a farm for free and work in exchange, right? Yeah, that's it. Mm -hmm. cool. So it was a good, a good thing to to meet people, to 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 feel um, efficient and useful for something, and not paying anything. It was a good idea, but. Two days before going to the farm, the guy was calling to me and said, uh, uh, it's not possible, uh, actually, because uh, I don't have work enough for you, so don't come. Oh, <laughs> so no. I was, yeah, <laughs> I, was, uh, I was in Santiago de Compostela and I was supposed to do something because Okay, the city is beautiful, but I don't want to stay for two weeks there. For sure, yeah. So, <laughs> so I had to um, to to find a um, solution, another solution. And actually, in the south, in the north of Spain, in the hostels, I I have met a lot of uh, people who were uh, walking on the Camino, so the Compostela, on their way. They were pilgrims. Yeah. And um, and it was, for me, it was the first meeting like that because I, I'm not a religious person. I, I don't know anything about Compostela or pilgrim, pilgrimination and don't know anything. But these people was um, was very very kind. There was uh, there were German and um, the other countries um, near to Germany. Yeah, uh, Netherlands. Yeah. Yeah, Netherlands from Germany and Netherlands, and um, and they say that they said, oh, it's very very good to to, to walk because the rhythm is is slower. And you you can be with the nature, and this is so good. And in life, you can't do that. Mm. You, you can't never do that. Like taking time to walk, just walking. Walking is the most natural thing for everyone. But you know, it's an effort to do that. Mm. It's it, it's a bit uh, yeah. It's it's curious. And I was okay because okay, it's cool. But I want to hitchhike, so I did. And in Santiago de Compostela, I was thinking maybe this is this is a um, this is a sign. Mm -hmm. Maybe this is maybe I have to 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 try this, not to 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 make like a, a travel all around the world, but just trying to to walk a bit for one day mm -hmm. for the, for the beginning. So I started like that from Santiago de Compostela on the port Portuguese way, because Santiago de Compostela uh, is like a spider. Yeah, a spider net. Uh, so the path, yeah, the path can go to different countries. So you can go to France to go to Compostela, and you can also come from Portugal, right? Yeah, that's it. And um, and all the ways uh, are coming to Compostela. So mm. there was a Portuguese way as well. So I started in Santiago and I, I started to walk um, 
in the direction of the south of Portugal. And actually, at the beginning, I was thinking it would be boring for me because I'm a um, a fast person. (laughs) Uh, I need to to go to, to be fast and to to be to to be efficient in my life all the time and and I was okay just mm-hmm. just walking is it enough <laughs> maybe not but and I and I tried and actually one day uh, the first day was twenty kilometers so it was not not nothing yeah it's a lot and when you're walking yeah it's a lot. Yeah, and my bag, my <laughs> my bag was was so was so so heavy, heavy because yeah. yeah, there was too many books, too many things <laughs> because I wasn't supposed to walk it. So uh, yeah, there was many things to travel like a comfortable person, but not for walking at all. Yeah. So so it was a bit yeah. My body was not ready for that, but day after day, I actually. I started to feel like like my body is coming is going um more um adapted mm-hmm. to the walk and uh and it was and my my mind uh, above all was like um delight more and more delighted and um and it was just Obvious. It was obvious. Yeah, I had to go on and go on and go on, and so I did. <laughs> so every day you went walking with your backpack. Yeah. What was a What was a day in the life where you would wake up and go straight for the wall? Yeah, I I, I woke up very very late <laughs> for a pilgrim because all the, the other when I when I left the. Um, the the hostel of pilgrims there was nobody yet there was no nobody but they were already all on the path yeah and and for me it was okay it's it's nine okay maybe i have to go <laughs> for for them it was like leaving at six or seven oh gosh. You know? yeah yeah um so it was on my rhythm and it was very funny because Every people was in the other way because then they all go to to Santiago de Compostela. Mm-hmm. But for me, it was the the other side because I was from Santiago, so I I I went to the other way to the other direction. So I was really alone on the on the way mm-hmm. on my direction. But I there was all the other people who was laughing. Or, or when when they when they met me because for them it was the the end of that journey it was the end of sometimes um, many weeks or many months to the to to Santiago de Compostela mm. and it's like the Graal it's the the gift <laughs> and the, and I was yeah I was like a simple woman and a carina <laughs> not in the good way but. For me, it was a good way, actually. Yeah, that sounds so good. Yeah, and it was uh, it was very very good. And day after day, I I um, I learned to to manage with the the bag and the the weight. I sent to France a box with 
many things from my back, from my backpack that I didn't need actually. So many books, many many clothes, and and it was delight after that. And uh, <laughs> so so yeah, it was it was a very very good experience with myself. And uh, there was no no ending point because uh, first of all I I thought okay I have to go to Porto because Porto is, is it's a very beautiful city and I didn't know really so I wanted to see that so it was ten days mm-hmm. and I went to Porto I was like okay it's good so good but I I can't stop right now so. So okay, let's go to. You are not done. Yeah, I was not done at all. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, I went on to Coimbra, and in Coimbra, okay, mm-hmm. let's go to Fatima, <laughs> and in Fatima, okay, let's go to Lisbon, Lisboa, and in Lisboa, actually, this is the end of the the way of Compostela, but oh. uh, for me, it was not the end. So I. I took informations and I found a, a way uh, by the coast of south of Portugal to the the really end of the, the south the, the most south coast the most south point mm-hmm. of Portugal and um, and I did that and uh, after it was the end of a part of my journey uh, at the at Lagos, it's on the south, the really south of Portugal. And I I worked in a farm for three or four weeks. So cool. yeah, it was um like okay now after one month and a half of walking, I really wanted wanted to enjoy life like. Um, in rhythm of local people and and meeting the traditions and the the ref- rhythm of life in a countryside. Mm. So I did that. Yeah. Oh, that sounds amazing, especially not having uh, an agenda, you know, and being able to take it day by day and yeah, yeah, go walking, meet people, travel in a in a more slower way. And yeah. Um, before you left Paris, you said that obviously your mental health had kind of yeah. deteriorated. Um, you know, you you just weren't feeling good in your body, in your mind, and yeah. walking is kind of soothing that day by day. And what do you think you kind of discovered or even rediscovered about yourself through that hiking journey? Yeah, um, it was very interesting. It- interesting because my body was not um was no more like uh something um needing to be uh beautiful and uh it was not the the, the shapes was not were not were no more the the goal of my life i don't mm-hmm. know how to say um the most important thing was to be strong and to be powerful enough to to walk each day after day after day and um so my body changed actually really it was like 
it was more uh, skinny. It was skinnier uh, before. And uh, now, um, because my backpack was very heavy, so he pushed on my on my bottom, but on my, I don't know how to say, um, the, bo- the bones um, just between uh, the vagina and the, and the belly. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, the hips. Yeah, the hips. Yeah. So my backpack was on was on it all the time, and yeah. uh, so my my the low part of my body was uh, more and more uh, stronger and um, like tasty, <laughs> um, uh, more uh, yeah stronger and um, well more stronger. And more big and uh, and it was but for me in 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 my life uh, in Paris it should be a, a just um, a, a nightmare to mm-hmm. to see my body changing like that like something uh, is not under my control it's it's uh, it's the worst thing it can be but mm. in this situation, I just needed to to be alive <laughs> and yeah. to and to move on and on and go and on and on. So um, I I had no choice. It, uh, my mind had to ch- to change for that. And um, and now because after Portugal, I traveled in. Italy, but maybe we will mm-hmm. talk about that after. Um, yeah, yeah, you can you can start talking yeah. about it if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, yeah, I started to work from uh, Monte Carlo, M- Monaco, in the south mm-hmm. of France, uh, in June, and uh, I worked for uh, I worked for two two months in Italy, from Monte Carlo to Rome, Roma. And um, it was another experience. It was because I was uh, I had the experience of Portugal before. Mm-hmm. So for this time, it was um, it was I felt um, more prepared for that uh, mentally. Uh, I mean, um, yeah. I was I had no more um, fears or. Like like a self confidence that I I have never known about myself. I was mm-hmm. just yeah uh, okay. I want to do that. I will do that, and there is no hesitation, you know, and no no I love no, that. no doubts. Yeah, because I, I I knew that I I I did it, so I can do it uh, once again, and and after maybe once again, and after once again. Yeah, there was no limit because if once is okay twice and two times and uh, it's okay <laughs> so yeah um, yeah that's true like when we do hard things it, it just yeah. shows us that we we can do it again so potentially your first experience then showed you i can do so much more of this like yeah. <laughs> i'm coming <laughs> yeah and i feel so grateful about about life but about my decisions in life and about my body because he's able to do many things actually is because sometimes there is mountains and not kind mountains sometimes very 
hard and it's mm. uh, like in rocks under the sun and in Italy it was in June and July and it was very very hot sometimes yeah. like like 40 degrees and and there is no not every time point of water and like but I can I manage with that and I really proud of myself because I'm not uh, panicking I'm I'm just like calm and uh, trying to be confident and trustful and and so it's a, it's a good school of life yeah that's that's so true and my 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 way to to be to to eat to to yeah to eat food has changed um as well because um uh, before that food was uh my enemy it was not uh my ally at all it was like um yeah my my fear because it was a, yeah it was a danger it was uh supposed to do many bad things to me and yeah, so I was not confident with that. And uh, but in this situation, when you have to to walk for uh, seven, eight, nine hours a day mm. in many wild um, ways, many wild landscapes, and with hills up and down all the time, you have to be strong. Just you have to be, you have to to have the fuel. So for sure, yeah. So yeah, so I change a bit my mind about that as well, and uh, it's very good to feel like free. <laughs> yeah, it's such a healing journey for you, isn't it? Um, mind and body together. Yeah. And um, do you ever um, think that you will get back to Paris or no? No, mm. no, not at all. I and uh, now I'm I'm talking to you to from uh, from the house of my mother in uh, in Tours in France. Mm -hmm. But it, I'm here, well, okay, for to see my family because it was uh, it been six months. Mm -hmm. But actually, uh, also for um, prepare my next travel, and this is an exclusive. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I will travel by bike this time. It's another another kind of traveling that I don't really know, so I want to try it. And I will go to to Bretagne for the first time, mm -hmm. and uh, all around the Bretagne. It's my plan for now. Um, all the the coast, because I really want to. It's a, it's a really interesting because I want to be on the limit of the things when i when i decided to go to spain i had one idea it was to to go not in the middle in madrid it was not interested for me i really wanted to to be on the limit of the of the the lands mm -hmm. so on the coast on the north coast and on the portugal and on andalusia and barcelona but on the the coast of the ocean and on the sea yeah, so you're close to the elements. Yeah, really. And it's like um, the sea and the ocean is, it's, for me, it means 
um, the the unlimited possibilities of life. There is no limit. And uh, I really wanted to see that and to feel it in my body. So so I will, yeah, I will do that. But Britannia after maybe Great Britain, I don't know. <laughs> Everything is that possible. Is, yeah. Yeah, everything is possible, that's for sure. It's very exciting. Yeah. I would love to do a Brittany trip as well. Um, it's so beautiful um, out there. Yeah, and meeting people, meeting people that I I, I would never meet, met in life. When I, you know, when you were in mm. Paris with um, with your friends from the same social class and the same... Um, artistic thoughts and and beliefs and it's it's like it's like when you vote on a politician election you 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 know you you think that every people is like you or every people is like you and your friends but actually not so um yeah so this is so cool to to meet people and local people and and uh, yeah for now yeah you asked me to to tell about the the way uh, to sleep then for now it will be uh, by uh, like bivouac um, uh, in the nature yeah camping okay, in nature great. so you will carry your tent on your bike and not 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 really a tent it's a um, tarp it's a yeah a okay, yeah, yeah okay okay a tarp. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and with a mattress and a, and a, and a sleeping bag and just wow. yeah, just me and the. <laughs> That's so exciting! Though. Like I think this is gonna be a great yeah. adventure. And uh, about the bike, you're saying obviously you haven't traveled by bike before. Um, how are you feeling about yeah. this? How are you planning this? Like you're planning a long journey every day, or are you gonna do it gradually? <laughs> Uh, uh, both, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I will. Uh, I will um, organize. Okay, I'm. I, I'm trying to to be prepared to for this trip because my my little brother Tom mm-hmm. is uh, is a um, a scout. Uh, okay. How do you say? Yeah. Yeah, it's the and, same. Uh, yeah, a scout, and uh, he's very very good for this kind of travel. So. I'm I'm taking his bike and his the half of my uh, material and my uh, my stuff is uh, his is from okay. him, but uh, the other part is uh, new from the catalog. <laughs> I and, love the catalog. Uh, <laughs> the catalog. And and. I think yeah, I have tips from Tom, but uh, for the the rest of uh, it's it, it's experience. So I will, I will, I will see. Exciting! Um, I can't yeah. wait to follow you on that journey. Yeah, yeah. And just um to finish, I would I would love to touch on, you know, as you said, sometimes um things can be scary and like we can be intimidated to go out there go into nature walk cycle whatever it is um do you have any advice for women especially on how we can do that on a daily even if we still live in the city is there any way you know we can get out there or how can we incorporate that a little bit more into our life i think the first 
the first thing to do is uh, listening other testimonies and other experience of other women. Uh, it's very uh, to be inspired by some someone is uh, is a, the part of the job because uh, when you see someone doing something you you want to do but you you think that you you're not able to do that um, to see someone doing that you, you can say okay if if it's possible for her it's possible for me and uh, and you can ask me questions if you want or you can you can find some solutions like that and i mm. think i think for um, a political view more political um point of view it's like i think for a woman it's very important to to take place to take back the public space mm -hmm. because um there is men uh, uh everywhere <laughs> and um like in in the countries that i i I'm, i went in all the countries you know in in the bars in the in the park uh in the restaurant uh, during evenings there is many men's like many men like uh, um and uh, yeah i was i was wondering all the time what were the women and uh, why why i i can't see a, a group of women uh, at the bar uh, drinking beers and uh, <laughs> and you know and uh, talking about uh, uh sheets and you know um uh, so i think for me it was it was also this this necessity to to take back my body take back my mind and take back the the space Mm. Uh, to feel free fully yeah, and that's um, so interesting yeah and I, I felt very um, I think for a woman it's it's also um, easy sometimes to travel alone because every people wants to help you actually and uh, every especially men because they want they want to be the men uh helping you <laughs> so like the favor so um, i uh, in italy i was uh most of time in churches to sleep and uh so i i just had to to knock on the door and to see the the priest and to ask uh, i'm a pilgrim i'm alone and you know i i, I had my wooden stick uh, I had my backpack with the shell of Santiago on the side and I was very pilgrim style. So <laughs> <laughs> and um so so every people wanted to help me, like, yeah, you can you can take the sofa or you can take oh I have one bed for you or I know someone with a with a bed and and uh, it was very easy actually. And I think for, for men it's I don't know, but maybe. Yeah, so maybe it's not as scary as we think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I never met someone. Um, I, I was, I'm I'm trustful and I'm, I'm confident, but I sometimes I can I can feel mistrusting. But mm. I I I I never did that actually. Um, yeah. yeah, I met only 
kind people and good people and people who wanted to to show me their tradition, their language, their their kind of life and uh, many religious people, but not not um, not only that. It has yeah, it has a really really good experience about about humanity <laughs> because when you when you light on your TV, it's very it's very stressful. And you can you can easily think about that that humanity is like uh, very very bad and uh, very dangerous and and that's true but that's not all the, the yeah truth. yeah it's not all black and white isn't it like, yeah yeah we can have good experiences and enjoy outdoors as well um, yeah yeah okay that was absolutely amazing. Before we finish, (laughs) I really want to ask um, three fire questions that we ask on the podcast. Yeah. Um, The first one is, who inspires you? Um, I know a woman, but uh, uh, she's a French woman. Uh She's like, um, she's young, she's 30 years old, something like that. She's Swan Perisset. And uh, she's a um, a woman very uh, okay. She's funny, but not only funny. She's um, she's very free because she decided to to travel uh, in a cleaning way. Um, uh, like a few few years ago, so she traveled in by bike. She traveled. I think she traveled by boat once, and um, and she she's like a. She she lived in a caravan for a while, and uh, and she's she's engaged about many ecological um, organizations, and uh, I really love this kind of stories, like because it's it's a person like me in a way in a in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's she's not an influencer. She's not a someone too far for me she's like yeah yeah Yeah, really because she's human actually and sometimes in the social media there is no human so yeah yeah so yeah i i love her and uh yeah i think it's important to see and to listen more women so thank you julia for that of course Yeah. And uh, the next one is actually who else you would like to listen to on this podcast? It can be, you know, a runner, a walker, a um, hiker. Um, there is one man, a, fr- oh. a Frenchman, uh, called Sylvain Tesson. Okay. And he's uh, not a woman, but <laughs> <laughs> his stories are are amazing because he's like he's traveling for um, um, a kind of uh, it's it's vital for him to mm-hmm. to to climb the, the buildings to climb the mountains to because he's climbing a lot uh, actually and he he had an accident uh, once like a few years ago he fall off oh. from a building yeah and he's um uh, he has a paralyzed uh, in a in a part of his face mm-hmm. and um he thought he was dying and but he's not he did not 
and uh, and now he travel again and again and uh he's very inspiring because when he was young for example when he was 20 he traveled all around the all around the world the world with a friend two guys 20 years old with two bikes and mm-hmm. without all the equipment we have now so yeah. they were just like very delighted about everything just the bike one little bag and and them <laughs> and all around the world and it's so so inspiring i love that because they were in africa and in you know places like dangerous placing places mm-hmm. but um yeah he's he's very and he's very spiritual as well so i okay. think uh, yeah Sylvantis. But he's not a woman, <laughs> so maybe. That's okay. That sounds good. It sounds really, really interesting. Yeah. Cool. And and the last one before we finish is what is your favorite song, or it can be a podcast as well, on your hiking <laughs> playlist when you're walking. <laughs> um, I I thought about when I when I was I don't know why in Italy I had all the time one song in my mind. And uh, it was a song from uh, by Francis Cabrel, uh-huh. and the um, the 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 words are "Ça continue encore et encore, c'est que les débuts, d'accord, d'accord." It means uh, and it's going on again and again, um, and etc. And it, and all the time I had I had my, this sentence in my mind like. And it's going on again and again, <laughs> like every that. every morning <laughs> to wake up. So yeah, okay, Francis Cabrel. <laughs> Parfait. <laughs> Thank you so much. It was so much, an amazing discussion, and yeah. I will put on the podcast description how people can follow your journey and your new yeah. adventures in Brittany, and yeah. I wish you. All the best and all the happiness in that next journey. Yeah, so nice thank you, Julia. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this conversation. We would love to have your feedback or if you feel like sharing it with someone or putting it up on Instagram. We always like to know where you are tuning in from. Don't forget to also sign up to the Shitrail Substack to stay tuned on the upcoming stories coming out. Talk to you all soon and keep exploring.